it's beyond the point of booing now. Like, sure, he's like over 20 or something. The guy is 0 for 50. If you're still booing him at over 50, you clearly don't understand the game of baseball. The guy's just a shell of himself. He is so twisted in the head right now trying to figure out how to get out of this that the last thing he needs is his own fan base digging him a deeper grave. Like, he doesn't need that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. Here are your hosts, Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. This is episode 58. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate, what do you got for us today? Oof, man. I, I, do you, we never really talked about this. Do you believe in ghosts? I absolutely don't believe in ghosts. I believe in like spirits, people yeah. coming back, you know, keep people kind of like hanging around. You don't believe in ghosts? No, I don't. Okay. Last week, I'm at the facility and. I walk around the corner and I put my lunch in the fridge and I come back and there's papers blown like all over the place in my pro shop, right? So I go back and I look at the security tapes and our front door opened. There was like a two second delay. Then it blew one stack of papers, no other papers around it, just one stack all over the place. And then the door closed. You were thinking like wind, right? Like, ooh, wind would probably open the front door. No. I've yeah, been but- here during monsoons. I, I was here today. And our you can look up our winds today. They're absolutely insane. They never once opened the door. Door opens outwards, not inwards. I mean, Creepy. my first thought was not to go, like, I didn't go immediately to the wind idea. Yeah. Because typically when I'm inside, I don't anticipate there being lots of gusts of wind Right. when I'm indoors. So, What were you thinking then? You have no explanation. I have no so explanation. I, I just know that it. I, I wasn't thinking wind. I'll send you the video. I don't know Give what me kind of – I mean, I don't know. I don't know what kind of facilities you guys got out there. I'll send you the video. And you know what? If you want to, uh, if you want to watch this and then tell me how you feel, I think uh, – I think that could change some things, but that's where my head's at right now. I'm a little creeped out being here late at night now because uh, – How often do you run those security tapes back? I'm kind of curious. Not often. Really not often. Like randomly when, when, when you're bored, funny happens, when you're bored. Um, we, did have, we did catch a little kid pooping on the floor one time last year. I was gonna yeah. say I thought I figured you maybe would have caught some kid like picking his nose and eating it, but I no. wouldn't have guessed pooping on the floor. But <laughs> yeah, he did the old the old poop in the basketball shorts and just shake your your pant leg and it oh, fell out on the floor. No. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that kid doesn't know that we know, and he still comes in to this day. What's his name? I have no idea. It's under his the account he has is under his dad's name, and I'm I'm I definitely don't want to talk to that little kid. Well, it's not a very good general manager. You don't even know the kid's name. He took a poop on my floor. Can we, 
Yeah, you would think you'd know his name after that little incident. Maybe you should the just call ironic my... thing, The ironic thing is that he did it eight feet from our bathroom. Oh, you're actually at the water me, You're sending me this video of the wind right now as we speak. What is this? Yeah. That's weird. Dude. And where those papers blew from, there's stacks of other papers all right next to it that never moved. That's weird. Weirder part? You ready for it to get a little weirder? Those stacks of papers are from my main instructor who runs a club team. And so those papers are like a little newsletter about his club team, right? That happened at, I think, whatever the, the security says, like 2.15 or whatever in the afternoon. His baby was born at 2 a.m. the morning before that. The morning of That's so strange. Yeah. The only thing I can really chalk this up to is... He's either a fan of Mannequin or, I mean, I don't Chris know. Davis. No, let's, no, we're not going to, we're <laughs> not, I don't, I'm not going to tolerate Chris Davis slander on this podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, let's, let's, let's move right along here to some baseball history. April 11th, I've got three bullet points here, but before we get going, I actually do have a note here. Uh, Tonight, April 10th, 2019, here's some baseball history for you. The Houston Astros sweep the New York Yankees for the first time ever. Nineteen oh seven. April eleventh. I mean it's history. I had to include it even though it's not technically on April eleventh. All right. First time ever. Chris Sale gets booed on your ring ceremony day. Oh, believe me, we're gonna talk Red Sox. We, oh, we're gonna talk Red Sox. Believe me. Anyway, 1907. This is April 11th. On opening day, playing against the Phillies at the Polo Grounds, Giants catcher Roger Bresnahan becomes the first player to wear shin guards in a major league game. The future, How soft. the the future, the future Hall of <laughs> Fame. Not soft. The future Hall of Famers. Catcher, I can't read this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The future Hall of Fame catcher's innovative protective device, fastened with straps and hooks, was made of leather. You know, speaking of soft, maybe you're the soft one because you maybe you just couldn't <laughs> hack the catching anymore. That's why you had to move out to the infield. That's exactly why. Got tired of wearing a cup. Actually, stop ragging on our guy, Roger. What's his last name again? Bresnahan. I just wanted you to try to pronounce it again. All right, whatever. 1962. After being rained out the previous night and with some players getting stuck in an elevator, the Mets make their National League debut in St. Louis, losing to the Cardinals at Bush Stadium 11-4. The defeat will be the first of a record-setting 120 losses. Oof. The New York expansion team will suffer this season. So, like, if that's your season debut, maybe it was just meant that you didn't play baseball that season. Getting stuck in the elevator, for sure. You get rained out the night before. Guys get stuck in an elevator. I mean, you can't say you weren't warned. Like, 120. 120. Sounds like Boston this season. Uh, (laughs) Lastly here, 1994. The Rangers play their first major league game in the ballpark in Arlington, losing to Milwaukee. 
mind you, 1994, so not even that long ago. Yeah. Playing in a new ballpark. Ballpark in Arlington. They lost to Milwaukee 4-3. to Texas leadoff hitter David Hulse gets the stadium's first hit, a first-frame single, and David Nilsson hits the first home run in the $189 million facility, a solo shot leading off the bottom of the fifth inning. I read that, and I was like, that either makes me feel really inadequate or really old, because I was, both. I was, or both, because I was born in '93, mm-hmm. and they're already chalking this up as an L of a stadium, and be like, "Sorry, <laughs> we're moving on." I was just thinking, like, what if my parents were just disappointed with me after like well, 25 years? Nope, sorry, we're done with you. <laughs> moving on. Like, yeah, what is that? You're telling me Michael. it's Michael's the golden child. Exactly. Sorry, we're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on to the next child. <laughs> 25 years or however long that is. What is that? That'd be about 20, 26 years. Are you kidding me? I know, man. It's too hot down there. They need a roof. You want to talk about soft. Come on. (laughs) Which by the way, did you know that globe life park or I'm not, no, sorry. I'm not calling it. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Nobody knows what that is. The ballpark in Arlington, you know, they're using that for XFL football. Really? Yeah. Apparently, they're like maintaining the the facility. They're gonna use it for XFL, which conveniently starts in twenty twenty, the same uh, or next year, which is the same year that they're gonna transition to the new park. Interesting. That I'm down for the new one though. That might be some another one that we're gonna have to visit. They're gonna. Did you hear about the name though? It's gonna be a crazy new name for for the new stadium. Did What's you hear, crazier in T-Mobile? Did you hear about it? No. No, so right now it's Globe Life Park. You yeah. haven't heard about the new name for the stadium? No. I feel like you would have. I feel like you would have heard about this. This is wild. Break it to me. So they played in Globe Life Park. They're transitioning to Globe Life Field. <laughs> That's so lame. God, that's lame. I just feel bad for the people that are going to get confused with the GPS. Like, Yeah, like park's right there. Takes them to the park. Field's right there. Now not they're just... It's not even going to look like a baseball field. It's going to be like a mall right next to it, so... Well, now people, if they, if they get the GPS mixed up, they're going to be like an extra 30 minutes late on the way to purchase their, like, $30 hot dogs. Yeah, got to pay for that new new field, man. Just not a good look for the old Rangers. But anyway, anyway, all that to say, little uh, little heated action between the Reds and Pirates. That is correct. Were you able to catch any of this like real time? Um, I did not catch it real time. I did get my little updates on my phone while it was happening, and I actually. When it said benches cleared, I I actually watched the video and I was like, ah, typical benches cleared, nothing happens. So I turned it off. And I didn't know that uh, Puig lost his mind until like a couple hours later. I had to go watch the rest of the video. You know what? Now that I think about this, I'm just now remembering. 
this happened moments after I made the executive decision to not do a <laughs> Monday episode just because my brain was fried and I just needed a I needed a mental break. Which, by the way, this is our, what, 58th episode? Yeah. We haven't taken that many breaks, if you think about it. We really haven't. Like, other than the days during the offseason where there was literally nothing. Yeah. We've been relatively consistent with our uh, two-a-week episodes. Yeah. We're at least every week. I don't think we've missed a week. No, I don't. I don't think we've ever missed a full week. So. Go us. Man. Go us. Like, I don't want to hear any complaining from people. Like, where's the, yeah. where's the pot? Have you? Like, I mean, I've heard some grumblings from people being like, <laughs> where's the pod? And I'm just like, bro, it's literally <laughs> like January 10th. There's nothing going on. <laughs> what do you want us to talk about? But anyway, yeah. bringing it back. Just had to do a little explaining as to why we didn't have the Monday episode. Yeah, your fault. Oh, oh, absolutely my fault. All my fault. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Derek Dietrich. Is it? How do you even say his last name? Is nope, it that's right. Yeah, Dietrich. Dietrich. No, Dietrich. Yeah, just hits a moonshot into the river. Freaking river. Into the river. Two innings later, gets thrown at, gets thrown behind rather by Archer. Yeah, claiming he, he like yanked his pitch. Come on, dude! How long have you been in the league? Yeah, who's buying real. that? At least man up. Like either don't comment, don't either like don't comment on it, or just kind of like shrug it off, or just own up to it. But don't give us this line of like, oh, you like I yanked my pitch. It just happened to yeah. be the guy that took you yabo into the water. Just the biggest tater ever. And just stood there and admired it until stood it stood there like an artist. Some, until it until it touched some agua out there. Stood there like Picasso, admiring a fine piece of of work. The Allegheny River, isn't it? I believe. I don't know. Mm. I'm not a not a big pirates guy, in case you boy, uh, haven't, boys haven't dropping figured that gems. Out. Boys dropping gems, if that's correct. Well, you know what we're going to do? Yeah. The old Google. Hey, no, we're just going to use the term search engine. We don't we don't believe in free ads here, sir. Yeah. Right. I'm just using That's a whole... just using a generic search engine here. It's like saying I'm going to blow my nose into a facial tissue, not a Kleenex. Nope. I'm going to have to bleep that out. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Don't even edit it. Just we need to like a bleep button. That's correct. The two hundred sixteen million dollar park stands along the Allegheny River. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Hit it, hit it into the river. Stood there and admired his work. Was not ejected. Yeah. During this so-called brawl, which how how many times are we going to continue to call these things brawls? Agreed. Bench clear. Get out of here. The only. Event. Brawl aspect of that was the fact that Puig looked like he was trying to take on the entire city of Pittsburgh. <laughs> really, anything outside of that was just guys catching up. Like, hey, how's the wife? Yeah, there was nothing brawl related to that incident. Like, 
whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. It's getting old. That's why I didn't. That's why if nothing happened in the 30 seconds that I watched of the beginning of that video, and that's why I turned it off. I was like, I'm, this is overused. This is Boy Who Cried Wolf because this isn't a brawl. So I turned it off. And then I watched later of Puig randomly losing his mind when no one else was. That guy's psycho, by the way. I'm not going to lie. Puig's kind of grown on me a little bit since he's gone. That to guy Cincy. is nuts. It's just, just crazy. It's just like you've got nothing going for you there in Cincinnati. So it's like it's kind of funny to see you like this. He's just weird, man. Licking his bat and stuff. Uh, he's very, Always very did. interesting character. But did you see uh, – probably not because I feel like it went kind of un- under the radar. But the Reds manager, David Bell, like they asked him about it after the fact. And he was like – he was he was pissed that uh, obviously that Archer threw at him. And he was like, when you hit a home run, you're allowed to run around the bases any way you want. What kind of quote is that? Yeah. How many point. ways are there to run around the bases? Yeah. yeah. If you run backwards, oof. Or like on a unicycle? Like what? Are, <laughs> is there anything we're missing? I don't, under, I don't understand. Cartwheeling around. Could yeah. you imagine? Let's just think of, let's think of creative ways that you could run around the bases. Really brings um, really brings some attention attention to the game. Jump rope, jump jumping rope around the bases. That's <laughs> that's a good start. Pogo stick. Pogo stick. Oh, I got a uh, no. I got I got a good one. Remember those carts in elementary school? It was like the the plastic like, colored yes, carts with like the four walk. the four wheels on it. <laughs> Crab walking, game. crab walking on the colored carts around the bases. <laughs> oh man, what else? Razor scooter, razor Oops. scooter, and then when you get to home plate, you know, like jump. No, when you get to home plate, you swing it around and take the catchers out by the ankles. Yeah, just hit the shin. <clears throat> yeah, you're not talking. You're not complaining about those leather shin guards right now, Nate. <laughs> What's his name again? Bresnan, Roger, Roger Bres. Why is this a struggle? Roger Bresnahan. Wow, that you haven't said Bresnahan yet, so you definitely screwed his name up earlier. I absolutely said Bresnahan. You can go back and listen to it when this is done. <laughs> uh, but anyway, any thoughts on this Reds Pirates rivalry or lack thereof? Uh, because they're basically fighting for last place. Definitely can't say rivalry, but um, well, I mean, division rivals is yeah. You can't whatever. really take the, that away from them. The truth is, like Archer is a very demonstrative player on the mound, and when you freak out after strikeouts, when you hop, skip, and jump back to the dugout after ending the inning, if you give up just a moon bomb like that. I think it's, it's you, you earned it. Like this is coming your way no matter what. And I mean, that was long. I would never admire a home run that long. Granted, I've never hit a ball that far. So I mean, maybe a golf ball, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't see it as a rivalry, but you're right. Because, you know, like we were talking about before we came on here, you you did that post um, 
on the page saying like everyone says let the kids play until someone gets their feelings hurt and archer got his feelings hurt yeah so i mean my biggest thing with that is more so like with the fans or maybe not even the fans necessarily but like the league yeah it's almost like there's like a subtle hypocrisy where it's like oh like we want these kids to have fun we want them to just like show more emotion yeah and then when they do then there's like this big uproar like here, let's slap some suspensions on you, slap some suspensions on you. It's like there's this weird double standard. I don't under, like, I can't explain it, but it's like, you, especially with the video that you put out on opening day, where, like, I'm sure you saw it, where it was like the guys up at the press conference. Yeah. It was like yeah, Trout yeah. and Judge and all them. Like, you're lit, that's your narrative for the season. And it, it, in a way, it was last year, too, because I remember they had a similar video last year. Uh, I think, like, Ken yeah. Griffey was in it with, like, the backwards hat or something. Yep. exactly. Um, and it, so it's like you're trying to push this narrative of let the kids play, but these, like, unri- like you have to you have to go one way or the other. You can't, you can't push that narrative, but continue to put so much focus on these unwritten rules of, like drilling guys if they show you up like you can't have it both ways if you're gonna be like you said if you're gonna be demonstrative and you give up a moon bomb then you're just gonna have to let it let it play out there's nothing you can do about it you can't have it both ways if you're chris archer what do you do the very next moment after that if i just gave up a moon bomb yeah and homeboy's sitting there staring at it yeah i mean I did think it was kind of weird that he, like, was almost anticipating something. Because if you go back and look at the video, he was, like, kind of looking at him. Yeah, he never looked. He never watched the ball. Right. So, like, if I'm him, I'm watching the ball or I'm, like, dropping my head down because I'm pissed that I just gave up, like, a 700-foot home run into the Allegheny. Yeah. It's like... Do you do you ear hole the next guy? Uh, I mean, if I'm going to hit somebody, which I... I was the person that did more times than not when I actually pitched in in high school because I believed in that kind of stuff. Uh, I would, yeah, I probably would do the next guy just because that's kind of the immediate unwritten rule that I believe in. But the fact yeah. that he he waited till he came back up and then threw behind him and then said, "Oh, I was yanking my pitch." Whatever. That's that's not what I would do. I know that much. Yeah, I I agree. I'd probably hit the next guy. Um, I don't think that would have changed the outcome at all, but uh, I don't know, man, I'm with you. Like we got to commit one way or the other. If we're going to be, if we're going to be on the side of letting players be demonstrative and and being fun, quote unquote fun, you know, bat flipping and, you know, army crawling around the bases, like commit to that. If we're going to be okay with, pitchers freaking out after a strikeout in a big situation commit to that or you know none of this happens and none of us are talking about any of this because baseball is quote-unquote boring to a lot of people so like i don't know how they want it i mean i i'm okay with it happening because of the fact that it's being talked about right now and now we know how to say dietrich's name because Truthfully, I hadn't really heard of that guy before that. Um, and you also want to know why he probably hadn't heard of his name because he used to play for the Miami Marlins. Eesh. Yep. Yep. That sounds about right. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's 
commit. I'm not. I'm not not going to watch. I'm going to continue to watch, and I'm going to continue to talk about this game no matter what. So just MLB freaking commit of what you're going to let happen, and don't suspend anybody for this. That's what I want. Honestly, no suspensions. Let benches clear and let stuff happen without suspensions. If nothing really happens, just let the what game, really happen. Let the game police itself. I guess. Yeah. What really happened? We got shoved around by all 87 pirates that were out there. That was it. I don't. I don't remember any punches being thrown. Do you? I mean, there was like a, a little uh, a scuffle here or there, but nothing. Nothing major. Yeah. The, no suspensions from that. Now, if someone, you know, if we have another Odor Batista get clocked, knock your sunglasses off. Yeah, suspensions. But if it doesn't happen, just some weak, you know, argumentative wiffle ball shoving going on, like we did when we were kids. Like, why suspend anybody? I agree. Nate, you know somebody who's not suspended? Matt Carpenter. Got the two-year extension with the cards. Vesting option for 2022. What are are our thoughts here? Um, Actually, before you share your thoughts, let me make an observation. Yeah. My dude's beard for his press conference today was on point. I want you to pull up Matt Carpenter on Twitter and find a picture of him from his presser today. Okay. And just tell me how great his beard was aligned today. And for those who think this is a weird observation, that's fine. I have a beard myself, so I'm intrigued by these things, and I notice wow, quality beards when I see one. I'm going to go on the side of saying that there's some type of just for men's dye in that beard. I mean, I'm not doubting that. That's he's really dark. He's getting a little older. I know that's not all pure. Clean, though. You're not very lying about clean. the clay. It's very, very clean. Very clean. My man knew he was he was collecting a little bit of money. He was going to be on TV. Yeah. Had to clean it up. But anyway, what are our thoughts here on this deal? Um, Well-deserved. Um, uh, off to a rough start this year. But um, the guy plays games hard. He plays games often. Um, played 156 games last year. Um, I think it's cool to see guys like this. Fit, you know, hopefully, if this contract goes uh, to the 20 or through 2022, he's probably going to be around what 36, 37 years old, looking probably like the end of his career. So you like to see. I like to see guys in one jersey their whole career. I think it's cool. Um, the tough one is, um, again, goes with that you know consistency and durability that he has. The 2022 vesting um, option is if he makes or if he gets uh, 1,100 plate appearances in those first two years. So with uh, next year in 2021, that those two years total up 1,100, he will get 18.5 million dollars for the 2022 year. So. Um, big bags for a dude who plays the game right. You know, he's a man. He's He's got a grown man beard, grown man, no batting gloves, grown man salsa. Well, I mean, I feel like a grown man doesn't sit there and, and dye his beard the way he does. But, I mean, no judgment here. Yeah. Just making an observation. Could be his barber that does it. You know, maybe he doesn't do it. Maybe then, he's asleep. Well, then his barber's not a grown man. What can I say? <laughs> So a question I had is I was looking at his stats from last year. 
Yeah. 257 batting average, 36 home runs. We know yep. he was tearing it up in the home run column. Uh, 374 OBP, 523 slugging, 897 OPS. Mm-hmm. Was he not in the conversation? Like, am I getting my years mixed up? Was he not in the conversation for MVP last year? He finished ninth in voting. What was that? Yeah. I think it was just the spark that he gave for like two weeks. That's the only thing I can think of because, yeah, 257 doesn't belong in, a, in an MVP conversation. I know. We're going to get throttled for everyone that says betting average is no longer the important stat. Whatever. Hitting 257 is not an MVP number. 36 home runs is, but what do you have, like 80, 81 RBIs? On-base percentage is pretty low. Like, yeah, it's – sorry. He did have 42 doubles, which is impressive, but he struck out a lot. So I, it, not an MVP for me. Not even close. Not getting anywhere on my ballot. Imagine thinking batting average – is an indicator of a successful hitter. Idiot. Like, we get cue it. The, cue the Napoleon Dynamite idiot. We get it. But, yeah, I just thought that was very strange. Yeah, like, a little much. He was grabbing all the headlines, and he finishes ninth. Very odd. Uh, but what's not odd is the Cardinals really, really locking some guys down. This is their fourth contract extension since the start of the since the start of February, with with obviously uh, Carpenter being the fourth. Which, by the way, we might as well just talk about Chris Carpenter for this segment and just forget that Matt Carpenter even exists because he's the only Carpenter I think of when I think of St. Louis Cardinals. And every time I tried to pull up notes on Matt yeah. Carpenter, I just typed in Chris Carpenter. Yeah. And like his stats and bio came up, and I'm like, this isn't relevant. Why am I here? I know. I remember a few years ago when, like, Matt Carpenter was, like, first barely making the team and, like, barely on the team. And any time Carpenter was mentioned, I remember people being like, no, like, Chris Carpenter is a pitcher. I'm like, no, this is... (laughs) This is a completely different individual. Like, we're not talking (laughs) about the same person. (laughs) Different guy. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say he's, like... I don't know, man. He, he, to me, he's like the spark plug. He's kind of like the heart and soul of this team right now. You know, Goldie's very, very Mike Trout-like, just goes out there and does his job and keeps his mouth shut. I mean, did you see that? I don't know if you saw that thing where he hit uh, his first home run at Bush and the crowd's just begging for Goldie to come out for a curtain call. Then he gives like a very slight doesn't even make it a top step, makes it a, like the third to last step and just gives like a little hat tilt and then hides back again. He's boring. Marcelo Zuna is climbing walls the wrong way. And it's a cardinal way, Adam, man. Adam Wainwright's like 102. So Matt Carpenter is definitely the heart and soul of this team and a little bit of spark plug. And, you know, like I said, he plays the right way. I can't hate on him. I'm just not in the MVP vote for him. So you mentioned Goldschmidt, and I thought it was kind of funny that, uh, in a way, I kind of made a connection here with this quote that I I picked up from him. Rather lengthy, but I'm going to run through it real quick. And this was uh, from his presser today, or Wednesday, I guess. He said, I was very clear in my message that this is where I want to be. This is obviously home for my family. But more importantly, if you're a fan of the game and enjoy playing this game as much as I do, you can't play in a better place in St. Louis. 
you can't play in front of better fans. You can't play for a better owner who is convicted in winning and a front office that gives you a chance every year to do that. And for a manager who can put all those pieces together and go where you, where we want to go. It's a no brainer for me. So when I read that, I kind of thought back to your point, uh, I guess it would have been like last week or so. Uh, the point you made about oh, yes. Goldschmidt having a new mental yes. state, being in St. Louis. Yes, my guy. Thank you. Sounds like that. Sounds like that's what uh, our guy Matt Carpenter is saying here. Seriously, I got shredded, and then Arizona Diamondbacks fans are coming out of the woodworks in the comment section. Yeah, like all seven Man. of them. It's crazy. <laughs> Super negative. I mean, I again can't argue with those facts, dude. Like. I mean, we've constantly said this about the Cardinals. It's just they're they're classic, classy Midwest ball club that just is always in the mix and seems to have a, a great fan base. I can't argue with anything about that quote. No, I think it was a very, very cut and dry, very to the point, and in my opinion, kind of summarizes the st louis experience or the fan base rather yeah to a t so i gotta i gotta get out there for a game i think good ballpark i went out there when they were still in bush like the old bush yeah and they were actually playing the giants and if i recall barry we went to see like barry bonds ironically enough i think he's a bum but at the time i didn't know because i was like oh it's just a guy who hit home yeah. run, hit who hits home runs but i was like a kid uh, but I think he like sat that day ah. and I was like, I remember just being pissed because <laughs> I'm like, I want to see some home runs, <laughs> but he was probably meeting with his, uh, with his juice people. Yeah. Probably had an appointment that day. Probably getting size for new cleats, size 17. Size for a new helmet, dude. Did you see how big that guy's <laughs> helmet is? That guy has a big head. I just love I just love looking in early in his career of how small those cross break or uh, cross earrings were by the time his end of his career because his ears had gotten so big. It's like, man. No, dude, it's all it's all natural. It's weight room. <laughs> yeah. He's clean. Well, that guy's an idiot. Anyway, I don't want to talk about him anymore. Tangent. I, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I do want to talk about something, though, that I think is a little off the beaten path. Just a hair. Oh, enlighten us, Nate. What do you got? Um, well, Forbes just released MLB's team values. Don't no, know if you guys no free ads, Nate. Uh, a reputable what publication that often uh, is related to or focused on the subject of money. Forbes. <laughs> I think everyone to, knows who Forbes is. I'm going to have to do a lot of bleeping, Nate. <laughs> From this point forward, no free yeah. ads. It is a very good article. Um, if anyone wants to go out there and read it, uh, I would recommend it. But a um, couple things that I picked from it. Um, basically, numbers are up. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, the average baseball team is now worth $1.78 billion, which is 8% higher than last year. Um Another thing I learned that, I mean, I'm always trying to learn, but this uh, article also states that MLB's central revenue, which is uh, national television money, by the way, that's all shared equally. So that gets spread out. 
uh, among the teams was $2.76 billion in 2018. And uh, local revenue, uh, which is ballpark and local television money, so anything they're making at the ballpark, uh, was $7.29 billion across the league. So um, impressive money um, being made in the MLB. Um, the Yankees, no surprise here, topped the list at $4.6 billion. That's what they're worth. Oh, nice. I like that. Clutch. Um, they had $712 million in local revenue. That $712 million is more than the Marlins, A's, Rampate Bays, Royals, Reds, and Orioles combined. I'm just the thinking Dodgers, about all the people who this is their first episode, and they're like, are you okay? Like, what drugs are you on? <laughs> she said a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a stroke, sir? Do you need medical assistance? <laughs> Uh, no, the Rampate Bays were definitely <laughs> had to be mentioned. Go back and listen uh, to the last episode. <laughs> the uh, the Dodgers were second on the list at $3.3 billion. Red Sox third at 3.2. Cubs at 3.1. And the Giants at $3 billion uh, even. Round out the teams that were uh, worth at least $3 billion. If I were to buy the Red Sox right now, I would walk up to the front office and be like, I have $5. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> what can I get for $10? <laughs> Two crisp $5 bills. <laughs> uh, so if you guys were wondering, um, all these numbers that I've rattled off, they do exclude um, the value of the real estate itself, um, and it also excludes equity in team-owned team regional sports networks. So some of the teams that have their own thing going on, those are not included in these numbers. They do, however, include the league's ownership in Major League Baseball Advanced Media, um, BAM Tech, which was um, sold to Disney this year, I believe, MLB Network, in the league's investment portfolio, all those um, are spread out again among those among the thirty teams equally. So, um, you know, that's kind of what, in my mind, is what keep it's keeping those bottom teams afloat. Um, is basically all the money that all the other teams are making, um, especially in the advanced media world, is being spread out and given to you know teams like the Marlins and the Royals or Orioles or any of those teams. Very interesting. How do you feel? This was you all, feel, I mean, this was all new to me. Yeah. My brain was fried. I didn't read I this article. That's, so took, I'm glad I you could lead on it. Yeah. I'm glad you could uh, share this information with myself and our listeners. Yeah. I think it is. I mean, seriously, if, if you guys are fans of the game and kind of the inner workings of the game, I know it's kind of cut and dry when it comes to numbers, that stuff I'm not really interested in. I think it is cool to learn um, some things that, you know, that helps this game grow. And, um, you know, I, I did read in the article that uh, there is a new network coming out. Actually, I didn't write it down, but I'm going to pull up the name. Um, there's basically like a new streaming option um, that's MLB owned. Where is it called? It's called Dazzin, D-A-Z-N. Um, 
and it is basically a subscription-based digital sports streaming platform. Um, and it'll do a lot of live look-ins for games. They'll have a show each night. Um, so I think that's about to hit at some point this season. Um, but it's going to be just another just another way just um, to kind of catch each fan. You know, that some of us, I mean, I don't have cable. I don't think you have cable, right? Nope. Yeah, so we do, you know, MLB TV. We do our phone a lot. We read a lot. So, like, I think it's cool that, you know, the game is doing multiple ways of, of keeping everyone um, in tune and able to see. By the way, uh, I did want to throw this in for you because I knew this would make you happy. What, media. the Red Sox are folding? <laughs> the, the Warner media, so the TBS stuff, that expires after 2021. That's when we are free of TBS coverage. That's when, life, that's when life begins. That's when, so I figured you'd be excited about that. Don't have to hear about Ron Darling talking about anything anymore on TBS. I'm as thrilled as I can be at one <laughs> forty-five in the morning. So just Perfect. take my word for it that I am just jumping for joy right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know who's not jumping for joy? You know joy? who's not jumping for joy right now? <laughs> I knew it. Oh. Chris Davis, dude, what is going on? You're really not going to allow any type of slander, any type of bad talk. No, Nate, but you know what I am going to allow? I'm going to allow our listeners to use promo code DTD at SeatGeek. Not for Orioles games. We've already gone over this, Nate. The Orioles will pay you if you use the promo code. (laughs) Saving your $20, they will end up paying you. They will be putting money in your pocket. All that to say, though, turn around and go buy the uh, Rampa Bay Tays. Rampa Tay Bays. Rampa Tay Bays. Seat Geek is the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? With Seat Geek, you can find tickets to games, concerts, shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20 instantly off your first purchase as a first-time user. That's all you got to do to save some of that code podcast. Enter promo code DTD at checkout. Oddly enough, okay, so remember the episode a while back where you were like, oh, why is it called hard cash and not soft hot cash (laughs) and then we just went off on this like tangent of like oh so hot so hot (laughs) i've admittedly have found myself saying that so many times in a variety (laughs) of situations in my daily life recently and i don't know why like i don't know why like I just soft like hot cash. No, no, no. Like the so hot thing. Like I, I was steaming some vegetables in the microwave the other day <laughs> and it had been in there for like five minutes and I pulled it. I tried pulling it out with like multiple fingers, which was just a massive mistake. And I was just like, Oh, so hot, so hot. And I'm just like, why am I doing this? What, why am I letting Nate influence me like this? <laughs> I'm the best kind of influence. Well, let's not get carried away. Um, <laughs> that was get, mean. Speaking of getting carried away, 
Back to Chris Davis. He's really getting carried away with his batting average right now. <laughs> Zero. I mean, what are we doing? Now, like I said, I'm not going to allow any slander because I, like all jokes aside, I genuinely feel for the guy. But like, no. regardless of all that, it's just a mind-blowing like feat that he has gone hitless in his last 50 ABs. Dude, I just don't understand. Like, please just try to lay one down or change your freaking batting stance. Who's the hitting coach there? Does he just it's does like Chris a Davis duck or just, something? I think Chris Davis just avoids all eye contact with his hitting coach at all times. He gets the gets the ballpark and just like shields <laughs> shields his eyes as he's walking to his locker. Like God, I hope, I hope he probably. Face is I mean, he avoids eye contact with like everybody. How would you not? Just make like a how can you, how man. can you look somebody in the eye knowing you haven't hit a baseball? In a major league game since September 14th. Oh, God. That's so terrible. And, like, people are booing him, which, by the way, is disgusting. Like, if you're a fan of the or like, it's beyond the point of booing now. Like, sure, he's, like, over 20 or something. The guy is 0 for 50. If you're still booing him at over 50, you clearly don't understand the game of baseball. Like, yeah, the guy's just a shell of himself. He is so twisted in the head right now trying to figure out how to get out of this that the last thing he needs is his own fan base digging him a deeper grave. Like, he doesn't need that. It doesn't make sense why people are still boo. If you want to boo something, why don't you boo the fact that your pitching staff allowed 23 <laughs> home runs in the last six games? <laughs> 23 home runs in six games. Okay, so maybe let's let's give Chris a break. 23 home runs. Again, oh, that's man. 23 home runs. What an atrocious organization right now. Yeah, I agree. Stop booing him. Just make that like your, you know, time to go get a hot dog or go to the bathroom break. Just don't even watch. That's what they need. I think Chris Davis needs everyone to just like turn around. Like, just don't watch this AB. Like, just cover your eyes. Now, there's an idea. Don't don't make any sound. Just sit there and hope for the best. Or like you know the thing in like in like high school or college basketball games when they're announcing the other team's like roster before the game, and yeah. like the fans whip out some newspapers and they all pretend like they're reading. Just whip out some newspapers and just catch up on the on the latest Baltimore news. Yeah. Get get up to date with the city's politics, you know? Yeah. We're so need- we're so inundated with baseball that I feel like we 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 lose touch with the politics or the the general happenings of our city. So maybe catch back up to date with kind of the the place that you live. It needs to be like like when a player goes to the free throw line and the whole stadium's like shh. And it just goes dead silent. Just no sound for that three minutes that, eh, probably generous, for that 90 seconds that Chris Davis is in the box. I'm swinging at everything. If I'm 0 for 50, I'm swinging at everything. I mean, I'm, I'm sure trying that's a kind of his approach bat. right now. I'm trying a new bat 
I'm trying a new batting stance. I might even get, I might even go up as a righty at some point, shave my beard, anything. Try anything right now. I agree with you. I do feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, you're not doing anything different, but you're not trying anything. Please just try something or just freak out. I want to see this guy freak out. I want to see him like clear the dugout and throwing all the bats onto the field, launching water coolers. I need him to just go wild. I need some emotion. If I'm here, I'm just like stripping down naked and sprinting to center field. Like <laughs> you gotta, you gotta mix it up, man. Like you gotta, you gotta be willing to do things you've never done or thought about doing. <laughs> and I'm pretty, it's pretty safe bet that he hasn't thought about just stripping down and running to center field in the middle of the game. He needs to just go. It, that's, I think that's what, like, seriously, that's what fans are looking for. No, Some no. You know what? You know what I just remembered, Nate? Do you know where Baltimore, they got one more game. Well, listeners will be hearing this on Thursday, and they, they wrap up a four-game series against the A's. You know where they're headed this weekend, Nate? They're going to Boston. He's going to hit a ding-dong. He's going to go, like, five for five in Boston. So, since we won't have – that's that's absolutely correct. Since we won't have an episode until Sunday, or yeah. I guess Monday for the listeners, let's just pretend right now – just for the sake of the listeners, that he ended the streak in Boston. All right? Yeah. Awesome. 50-plus at-bat streak. Finally ended it. Congrats, Chris. Glad to see you do it against, let's see, who who we got going? David Price. David Price, Rick Porcello, any one of those guys. You probably had multiple knocks off each of those guys. <laughs> so... Really, if I'm yeah. if I'm Baltimore, I'm sitting him. I'm not giving him any any pinch hit appearances in this uh, twelve thirty Thursday game. I'm just I'm letting him prep himself mentally for this series against Boston, where he is just gonna light up the scoreboard. <laughs> He's definitely not getting the ABs against David Price, though. There's no way they're giving him a lefty on lefty. Rick Porcello, yeah, I'm sure he's down for that. That would be incredible, though. Imagine just a five-for-five five day. We suck. <laughs> I just know, like, Nate, I can already see the headlines, dude. We are going to be the team first that he breaks. No, that he breaks this or that he ends this streak. I, I already I see it. I know it. And I know that they're, that they're going to continue to put him in the lineup, one, because they owe him money. But two, because we're a joke of a franchise right now, <laughs> to put it nicely. We're an absolute joke of a franchise. And I just know that they're going to put him in the lineup, hoping that that ends up happening. So then that can just dominate the headlines of like, oh, wow, we just demolished our division rival and oh yeah by the way the guy that hasn't had a hit since last season went like five for five with four extra base hits that's gonna happen i'm looking forward to it i can already see it oh i'm i'm tuning in for all of them i'm i'm just gonna expect five for five games from him every game (laughs) 
Uh, over or under, seriously, over or under him hitting 200 this year. All right, so here's my thought on this. And not to mention, I think something that I forgot to mention. I, not to mention is something you forgot to mention? Exactly. Precisely. <laughs> I picked him up in the fantasy draft. Yeah, horrible decision. Okay, hold up. Let's pump the brakes. Hindsight, obviously. Yeah, congrats, Nate. <laughs> you can look back on the last 11 games and realize, yeah, maybe not the best call. <laughs> Opening day, though, like, I'm sitting there thinking it can't possibly continue. Oh, granted, granted, it did. Oh, how the turntables. I know. The, I watched opening day, and I could tell. I was like, this is just going to go on for a while. The thing, though, like, baseball and the law of averages go hand in hand. So it's going to level out. He's going to find his swing. You can't not find your swing. Like, it just doesn't disappear. Like, I get the... I get the like the the yips for for pitching and stuff like that where you just lose it and you just never get it back. But I just can't see a guy like that who was a 50 home run guy at one point just losing his swing and it just never coming back. Imagine the story, man. There would be a movie made after him if he could just turn around and just go win an MVP. Yeah, that'd be a that'd be a real hit. But um tss. Pun intended. Nice. I like that. I'm here all week. Uh, but no, the thing, yeah, the thing is, he's going to find it, and I'm going to pick him up before it does, and he's going to be my first baseman for my Chill. fantasy league, Chill. and I'm just going to run away with the league. Yeah, well, I'm getting throttled in fantasy. Yeah, so you have no room to talk. You're just getting railed right now. Just, you got railed last week. Half my team's on the IL. Plus, ESPN's apparently still stuck because it's apparently still bottom seven in Baltimore right now. Yeah, it's currently it's currently two a.m. on the East Coast, and it has <laughs> Bryce Harper at the plate in the sixth inning. So, yeah. not really sure what's going on. Steven Spaghetti's playing Baltimore right now, bottom seven. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't really know what's going on here. I don't think so. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, well, that about does it. I got some DMs for you. Didn't put them on the list, so you don't even know what the DMs are. So I'm going to ask you them. Great. This time. Sweet. So let's run through these real quick. Eric asks, it's a rule question, if a guy hits a ball and it hits off the pitching rubber and goes into foul ground, is it a foul ball? No. Here's my take on it. It depends where it goes out of into foul territory. Does it go before the bag or after the bag? Because doesn't that technically determine whether or not it's foul ball? I think that's what he's saying. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say no. No, there's the, the that's what there's no clarification. If it goes out before it passes the bag, then it's a foul ball. But if it hits off the rat, if it hits off the pitching rubber, and like juts out into the outfield and passes first base or third base or whatever and then leaks out into the foul territory. Is that not a is that a fair ball? I mean, the odds of that happening are probably I'm gonna need it to happen now. Like greater than winning the lotto, but am I am I wrong here? Am I overthinking this question? 
I am, oh, Lord. I mean, how did we not come across this when we read the rules? The yeah, rule book is no, wild. No kidding. I'm going to say it just depends. Safe. I'm going to be, seems I'm going to be Switzerland here. So <laughs> yeah, seems safe. I'm going to say, I'm going to say fair ball. All right. Moving right along here. By the way, I just realized I didn't even ask you. Did you have any closing thoughts on our guy, Chris Davis? Or was that about it? That's about it, man. Good luck. Good luck. Quote graphic. Good luck. Good luck. Make sure your windows are tinted when you're driving around. All right. No, that's too much, man. Seriously. People are mean. That's too much. It's true. All right. Moving right along here. Matt, will the Red Sox win more than 70 games? Oh, boy. Shut up, Matt. (laughs) Joseph says. (laughs) Thanks, Matt. Joseph says, Yohan Moncada is off to a blazing start and nobody's talking about it. Uh, I'm talking about it because your boy's on my fantasy team. And in case we didn't make it clear... I'm just tearing up the league, taking it by storm, while Nate is just floundering like a fish, a dead fish at that. But yeah, Mankata kind of surprising some people, surprising us. I know we didn't really expect him to take off. Yeah, probably regretting that Chris Sale trade at this point, aren't you? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Obviously, an overreaction. Um, Yeah, man, it's... I don't know. I I'd hate I'm gonna to see pretend this guy like end up. Say that. <laughs> I'd I'd hate to see this guy end up, you know, in a in a failure situation because I know he's Cuban, right? And that was one of like the big, big Cuban signings that had to happen, right? It was like they had to put in money just to even bid on him and then all that stuff, right? Yeah, like they do with pretty much any other big name inter- international guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I don't know. I, you'd hate to see that guy just not turn out into anything, but I don't know. It's about time. He's been he's been hyped for a while, so good. Great. Enjoy Chicago. Appreciate you uh, carrying the load with fantasy, my guy. And lastly here, Anthony asks, are you actually going to read these DMs this time? All right, Anthony. <laughs> when we get sucky questions, <laughs> naturally I'm going to opt to not read them. And that has happened a lot. The, the last couple of times we've just gotten really sucky questions. And was just that because, the only question that Anthony sent in? Uh, yeah. Which kind of confused me. It's like, Hey, are you going to ask my question? By the way, I'm not going to send in a question. Questions? What? Did he have any old questions that we didn't read that were good? I mean, he might've, but like, I'm also not just going to have one DM in our DM section. For real. I agree. I'm on your side. Anthony, if you want us to read off these questions more frequently, then encourage your uh, fellow listeners to send in some quality stuff. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need favorite, favorite cotton candy flavor being written in here. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if that was submitted, but point taken. Are there more than Anthony? You're our guy, but you got to understand we're not just going to put up garbage truth but anyway that wraps up dms real abbreviated segment 
barely made the cut. I was I was about to just be like, this is garbage. Anthony <laughs> Anthony asking, are you going to read these and not even submitting a question? <laughs> Joseph submitting a statement, which isn't bad. I did, as we say, it's just DMs. It can be questions or statements. Matt yep. just asking the worst question of all time. Not yep. even really a question. Uh, just more of an Great asinine question. jumble of words. <laughs> Um, and then Eric with the rule question that we didn't even really have a found it like a solid, a solid answer for. So yeah, we got to look that up just a cluster for the DM segment today. But anyway, yeah. how about close it out? Oh, we can't close this episode without mentioning Trevor Rosenthal, ladies and gentlemen, gets his first out of the yeah. season tonight. Congrats. Yeah. Trevor no longer has an ERA of infinity, but got some work to do. His current ERA is 72. <laughs> so that's what he's dealing with right now. Not a boy. And he has an, his opponents have an on-base percentage of 800, which last <laughs> I checked isn't good. Uh, so Trevor Rosenthal, a guy who gets three outs at most, would have to pitch six and a third scoreless innings for his ERA to drop to single digits. Oof. So that's a lot of appearances. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you're getting them sparingly at this point. Yeah. Which I mean, you can't blame them. Can't blame them. But uh, yeah, just had to had to end end on a high note for our guy Trevor. But any uh, other than that, that does it for me. You got anything else? Nah, man. That's it. Time for bed. Yeah, I think so. Well, that does it for us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it and leave that rating and review. Nate, how many stars? Don't say how many hits Chris Davis has this season. Oh! How did you know I was going to say that? No slander. How did you know I was going to say that? Why would you say that? You want people trashing our podcast on the reviews? (laughs) He's going to have five hits. He'll have five hits this year. No, I was talking about how many he has this season to date. Oh, I thought you meant like by the end of the I was going to say by the end of the season. I don't know, dude. That's, still, that's, still a, that's, a, that's a hot take. <laughs> that's still We're, a little We are known sketchy. for hot takes, and that might be one of yeah. your hottest. Five hits on the season? <laughs> that's it. I'm sticking with it. That's a little. Number of hits. That's, amb- that's ambitious, man. He's got some work to do. <laughs> anyway, as always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch back up with you guys. I don't even know. What what time of the week is it? This is the end of the week. So we're going to catch back up with you guys early next week. Mm-hmm. It's 2.09 here. It's late. Hey, Kyle, don't go chasing curveballs, all right? We love you all, and as always, we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. What the f- are you trying to take? You take! Don't tell me you don't see it! You-